You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I am your host and uh, show coordinator guy, guy who's talking. My name is Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us uh, today on the podcast, and uh, uh, what a podcast we have for you today. What we're doing tonight is, uh, uh, well, we have... uh, we're watching Fight of the Fallen, so my roommate and I have decided we're going to do commentary over two matches: uh, the uh, Dean Ambrose Brian Ca- Cage match and the Young Bucks versus the Lucha, the Luchasaurus group, or the Lucha, the you know the the Marco Stunt, the Jungle Boy, and the Luchasaurus. So we're going to be doing that a little later. He'll be joining me on air. And uh, as we're as I'm doing this right now, I'm watching Fight of the Fallen right now. I'm watching the revival versus uh, the Lucha Brothers, and uh, and it's a pretty good match so far. Um, with that said, but you know, I say, saying everything I've said, let me uh, get to the point. You need to hit us up on social media outlets if you can uh, follow us or do or or uh, Spotify. Go on Spotify, or leave a review. Give us a heart, favorite, whatever you do on there, just do that. Give us a five-star review and a favorable, uh, five-star rating and a favorable review on iTunes, and we'll send you a uh, postcard of a wrestler from the 1984 series of uh, postcard books involving wrestlers. Uh, Not only that, uh, if you can follow us on Twitter, at TNWPod, if you could uh, also maybe check us out on... um, the Facebook, we're uh, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. We're also on uh, wherever Instagram, Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Check us out there. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere where popular podcasts are found. So with that said, uh, how are you folks doing? How are you coping? Um, you know, what are you thinking? And uh, how much wrestling are you watching these days? What's good? I'm watching AEW right now, and I think AEW, to me, uh, I'm going to be honest, I probably watch AEW more than than the WWE. However, uh, last week I did watch uh, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, baby, and that was quite the match. Um, You know, there still is good wrestling out there. It's just not the same. Um, you know, like everybody else, I wish we could go back or I wish we could move forward to getting audiences back, but, um, Japan seemed to be moving that direction. However, uh, it's going to take time to get through all this and, uh, and how much time I have no idea. So yeah, so stay safe and, uh, wear a mask, social distance, uh, a lot of wrestlers are getting sick from the COVID. Uh, now the WWE has finally instituted a mask-wearing 
um, uh, what do you call it, rule, where they have to wear a mask or they'll be fined. I think you would think that like 30 cases within the group, yeah, maybe time to start wearing a mask. I don't know. What do you say? You know? Um, <laughs> so imagine if Ray Mysterio didn't want to wear a mask because he's like, they're like, but you wear a mask all the time. And Ray Ray is like, yeah, but my mask never covers my mouth, man. That's where I breathe. I can't breathe if I wear a mask. You know, that's the often argument is if I wear a mask, I can't breathe. But the idea is to prevent you from getting COVID. And I don't know if you know what happens with COVID. When you get it, uh, you're going to go on a ventilator because you can't breathe. So one is you saying you can't breathe. And then the other is your body saying you can't breathe. And those are two different ways of saying I can't breathe. Um, the body saying it is much worse than what you're saying. I will say that right now. Uh, this is pretty good. We uh, like we got. Uh, oh wait, his mask just got taken off. Oh whoa 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 whoa! What happened there? Speaking of masks, uh, Phoenix just lost his mask to. Uh, I don't know what we're calling these guys, but the guy that knocked out, uh, the guy that took down Bret Hart last year, Dash Wilder, I think his name is, he just took off uh, Phoenix's mask and got a pin. Wow. That's crazy. And that just happened right now, live. You're hearing it live. You're hearing it live right now when you listen to it tomorrow. So yesterday, this happened. Uh, Pepper Parks, I don't know what his problem is. But the Blade and the Butcher, uh, the Blade is Pepper Parks. He used to be known as Pepper Parks. Uh, he's also been known as, I think, Brian Saxton. I think so. But he's uh, he's from Buffalo, and he's a really awesome wrestler. Oh, oh what's going on here? Uh-oh, the Bucks are making an appearance. Double super kick. Super kick party. Double super kick just happened. And the Revival's given them a thank you. And now they have the key to something from the Butcher. But we don't know what this is the key to. It, oh, it's the key to the truck. Oh, that is owned by... Oh, what is going on? There's so many things going on right now. Uh, Kenny Omega's coming to the ring. Uh, the Revival's backing up. What What is going on? I don't know what's going on, but uh, something is happening. And uh, it's quite interesting. But I wonder what it is. wonder what's going on. Kenny Omega's, oh, he's giving them beers. They're Miller Lite beers, but the light is scratched out so you can't see light. But they're clearly drinking Miller Lights. Now Kenny Omega's going to drink with them. But Kenny Omega doesn't drink beer, but here he's going to drink one time. And they just... The Revival just poured the beers on Kenny Omega. Oh, we don't know why that was. But where this is going, I don't know. But now Kenny Omega is going to have to get... Oh, this is not good. It looks like the joke is on the Elite after years of the joke being on the Revival. Now the Elite have uh, beer on their heads. Oh, we bowl 
Oh my God. FTR, what were you thinking? All right, so uh, today I already told you what's going on, and uh, it's going to be a good show today. Uh, hit us up also on all those uh, outlets that we told you, uh, Twitter at TNWPod, uh, Talking Wrestling on all the other places, Facebook Talking Wrestling, uh, Instagram uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast, uh, Talking Wrestling at Gmail as well. Um, coming up very soon. We didn't have time to get it in last year because the year ended so quickly, but uh, we still have our Q&A to do, and uh, that'll be coming up in a couple weeks' time. And, uh, you know, joining me after this commercial uh, will be my roommate, Jeff McHenry, as we will most likely, uh, you know, commentary and talk things out on the Young Bucks match versus uh, Lucha, Lucha Party, not Lucha Party, Luchasaurus, the dinosaur, the dinosaur gang. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jungle Boy and uh, Marty Stunt and uh, Luchasaurus. So uh, we're going to pause for now and uh, we'll be back in a bit. All right. So here we now are on Talking Wrestling. This is our first time trying to do something like this. So bear with us as we try to get our sound right. Um. Chris Jericho is on commentary, as you can hear him. And he's swearing in Excalibur. And uh, Jeff, how are you? I'm good, Casey. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's I'm all, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm glad you're on. You joined me here for the fight of the fallen, as we uh, go through these two matches and we see what happens. And uh, hopefully, it'll be a pretty good card. Uh, what's going on with you lately? Uh, well, I've been uh, hanging out in my room, as you've been hanging out in yours, for the past uh, five months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that, that's about it. It's been pretty good hanging out with you, i got to say, although we don't talk to each other for maybe for one hour a day, but uh, <laughs> I feel like we see each other about as much as... Uh, as uh, the fans see a WWE product these days. Now, here we are, the Jurassic Express, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Uh, what do you think of these guys, Jeff? Um, I think they're, uh, they're good. I'm not the biggest Marco Stunt fan, as he almost fell coming into the ring. <laughs> but uh, I like Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus. I think it's going to be good uh, once he gets some more matches under his belt. You know what's funny is I saw Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy on the same card. Mm-hmm. Then I almost saw David Arquette die when I was down in uh, Los Angeles at the GWC card, which is run by Joey Janela. Wow. Um, the reason I bring that up is uh, David Arquette now follows me on Twitter. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Former... Former WCW champion now follows you on Twitter. He does. He does follow me on Twitter. And uh, the question is, Jeff, how long do I have to wait before I ask him to do the podcast? Uh. (laughs) I've already waited two days. That's that's pretty good restraint as far as you're concerned. Uh, Yes. um, 
I don't I don't know. It's been a big week for you. David Arquette follows you. Uh, uh, Sammy Hagar uh, got back to you when you said you were okay with people getting coronavirus and dying. No, no, I did not say that. The Sammy Hagar concert. Sammy Hagar did not say that. Sammy Hagar said he wanted to get out and perform, and we and he wishes he could. He didn't say he was going to sacrifice humans. Nobody's sacrificing humans. We're, we don't even have volcanoes at work right I'm now. I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of bad press about Sammy Hagar because he said he wanted to start doing concerts again. Um, Here's the so question. That's what the, that's what the media said, and we know the media doesn't lie. Marco Stunt is a full-grown adult, but how many men like to think he's hot? <laughs> like, I, Marco Stunt is a pedophile's dream. If Epstein had men on the island, Marco Stunt would have been there twenty four seven, and not not a, and and he wouldn't have been a guest. He would have been a victim. Uh, he looks like uh, oh, Jacob Tremblay, the the kid that was in Room, <laughs> and he looks like yeah, right when he busted out of the truck, like out of the uh, the carpet roll. Yes. Uh oh oh wow! He wouldn't even allow himself to get head smashed into the ground on that move. Jungle Boy outsmarting uh, <laughs> Nick Carter. Um, Hangman Page is getting drunk again, and uh, now Kenny Omega's in the match. Why is Kenny Omega wearing a shirt? I don't know why he's wearing a shirt. Like he, he's. Tommy Dreamer in 2004. Maybe he's got... <laughs> and he was too fat, so Vince would just say, put on a damn shirt. And then that's when you know you're low on the card, when they tell you to put on a shirt and you don't even have your own merchandise. Yeah. So you just put on, like, raw. Or <laughs> He doesn't even have a Kenny Omega shirt. Is that an Omega shirt? What is that? I don't know. I always love it. We've been watching the ones from the Performance Center. Uh... And uh, so all the kids have to wear, like, shirts as well, but they're from, like, WrestleMania 31. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're clearly no-sells from the from, from shows in the past. <laughs> they're lucky they don't get seats from chairs that didn't sell either. <laughs> uh, look at this here. Like, Kenny Omega should be... Kenny Omega can have a match with a broom, a blow-up doll. Him and Marty Stewart can do some good things. <laughs> he just chopped the boy from room. Yes. And the boy from room fires up. Oh. Oh, kicked him in the balls. Hurricanrana. <laughs> I never noticed Marco Stunt has a tattoo. Is that a rub on tattoo or I think he licked it on before the show. <laughs> he just licked his uh, forearm and stuck it. And that's how those tattoos work. Whereas all the luchadors have all been needled into his body. How how much... uh, That tattoo couldn't have cost more than a dollar and 80 cents. Like, you don't need that much ink to tattoo Marco Stunt. I don't know. Tiny, tiny man. I'm not an expert on tattoos. I'm no Cody Rhodes when it comes to tattoos. Oh, and that hideous... What neck tattoo he has? It could be a sticker. The verdict's not out. It's a pretty shitty tattoo. <laughs> oh my god! 
Now you are not. Jeff is not a Young Bucks fan. There's, I think it's fair to say that, right? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I think they do too much flippy stuff. I think they do too many false finishes. I don't think they uh, obey the rules of tag team wrestling. Now wait a minute. Is eighteen false finishes? In a 17-minute match, too many false finishes? Oh, here we go. Here is it? Go. Is Ladies it? and gentlemen, he's trying to set me up for a WrestleMania three argument. This is what happens when you live with somebody for five months during a pandemic and all they do is watch wrestling. Well, uh, uh, answer the question. Is eight? <laughs> look at look at Marty Stewart flossing. <laughs> oh, he got kicked in the head. His name is Marco Stunt, not Marty Stewart. Who's Marty Stewart? Uh, Marty Stewart is an underrated country artist. Oh, God. He's that old guy with the fluffy I, gray hair. Apologies to Marco Stunt. I know who Marty Stewart is. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a dark-haired country guy. Kenny's shirt is off. Thank Jesus. And here he comes with the uh, suicide dive. Everybody's waiting. There, you go. there we go. What a dive by Kenny Rogers, according to Casey <laughs> Corbin. <laughs> Somebody's getting roasted here tonight. <laughs> Kenny Rogers roasters are in town, I'll tell you that. Um, the Young Bucks might lose the odd match, but they don't lose very much because they got Jesus on their side as they now have Jesus on their shirts. Uh, they are uh, they're going the Christian angle, uh, not Edge, but Christians. And uh, right now, favorite uh, moment AEW classic picture in picture. Uh, yes, yes. Let's um, let's watch this uh, Dodge commercial <laughs> as we dodge Kenny Omega's power bomb. Kenny Omega tags in uh, Matt Jackson. Uh, and, uh, oh, he is, he is storming the castle here. He's not happy. He's setting up Jungle Boy. It looks like they're going to set him up for a melted driver or some sort of mm -hmm. double move. Oh, there's a nice double move that involved no interference. Casey's watching the wrestling. I'm watching the ads for PartyCasino.fun. There are different ads in the United States. What ads are going on during your commercial? Write in and tell us, will you? Uh, send us a letter to talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Write in and tell us. Uh, send us a letter. Yeah. Send us a letter. <laughs> Mail us a piece of paper and give us an answer. Uh, uh, who's your favorite wrestler in AEW, Jeff? I, I really hope three weeks from now. <laughs> You, you, you get a letter that just says TGI Fridays. Oh, okay, that's what it was. What's yeah. that? That's what was playing. Oh, the commercial during the commercials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For them, not for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm an Olive Garden guy myself. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I don't even know where Olive Gardens are. I don't know where any of the gardens are, let alone all of the gardens. Where can I find these oh. gardens? He just did a pun, ladies and gentlemen. People, comedy is coming back as we enter phase three. Uh, will I be going back to work? Will Jeff be going back to work? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Will we be working in backyards or actual comedy clubs? Who knows? Who knows? Kenny Omega just destroyed Jungle Boy with a clothesline. Roy Lariat, as his tag team partner would call it, the hangman. 
Um, a lot of AEW action taking place right now during a beautiful Sleeman Clear commercial. <laughs> Imagine going to the bar and now, because you, you, you're a beer drinker and I'm not really a beer drinker. Can you just imagine sliding up to a bar in an arm prior? Yeah. <laughs> Ontario. Yeah. Looking at the rugged bartender. Okay. Dead in the eyes going, hey, get me a, get me a Sleeman 2.0, would and, you? And, and then you'd say, thanks, Sandy. Um... Because you described a rugged bartender. I just thought you were talking about Sandy. Sandy? Who's yeah. Sandy? The rugged bartender at the bar in Empire. <laughs> Sandy would be like, uh, she goes, did you just ask for a Sleeman clear or a Sleeman queer? That's what she would say. And I would say that is homophobic. Uh-huh. And I do not appro- uh, appreciate such humor. And that's what I would say to that. That's yeah. how you say that. That's how you fight homophobia. You ad- you address it, and you punch it on the nose. Okay, so <laughs> the next time you go home, yeah, you're gonna punch the homophobic bartender right in the nose. It's a woman, Jeff. We don't do that. Okay. Well, you just said you were going to. No, I just pointed out that homophobia thoughts. Homophobic thoughts don't make me uncomfortable because I'm not homophobic. Okay. I'm watching right now six men that are half naked roll mm-hmm. around as they're all greased up in the ring. This is this is the strangest commentary ever, and I bet we're better than JR and Excalibur <laughs> right now. Well, JR is like, I can't believe they made me call that sunny game sunny. It's not never a sunny day on those matches. You know, but and now we just have Hangman sitting at a bar. No FTR, <laughs> FTR joining a Hangman at the bar and they're drinking. Now this is odd because the Hangman is half the tag team champions with Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. So what is the uh, what is the plan here? Are they going to beat the shit out of Hangman here? Uh, they might. That might kind of make sense. I don't know. I'm I'm not the biggest AEW fan. Uh, I don't think a lot of their storylines make sense. But we'll see what happens here. Well, they don't have writers. They just do what they want, right? That's <laughs> what they say? I, I can tell. Yeah. Marty Stewart about to jump back into the ring. Uh, that's not Marty Stewart. Marco Stunt. He's not the master of the mandolin. It's, oh, he's a small wrestler. Those moves, those those suplexes, those full Nelson suplexes are so quick. Mm-hmm. They're all going to get the knee. Oh, what's this? Uh oh. A nice Huracarana. Flying her Quran at that. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a tombstone. No. A tombstone uh, Into diamond a cutter. cutter. Yeah. Sorry, folks. The action is uh, fast and furious. Well, they can we can't possibly call all these moves. Casey doesn't even <laughs> know the names of the wrestlers in well, the match. 
I was about to say I like how the Jacksons are dressed like the Rougeos. They're wearing Rougeau colors. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, blue and uh, gold. Yes, they're two All-American boys. One, two, trois. Oh. All right, it's a young brothers or young brothers. I sound like you now. It's a young bucks match, so get ready to hear that a lot, folks. One, two, ah, no. One, I, two, ah, no. Oddly enough, there haven't been that many false finishes so far. There had definitely haven't been 18 of them, and it's only been about 15 minutes. You know every match goes 20 minutes on the AEW spectrum. Yeah, yes, they do. That's why I said we can do two matches. So, uh-oh. Fun size is in trouble size. Oh, no, no. Oh. And imagine this. Ten pounds off the top rope. Two. Oh, he had Mar to break that? Marco Stunt hit a 450 splash that uh, he only connected with his forearm. And somehow <laughs> the, the young oh. buck needed to be saved from the three count. Oh, they saved Marlos Dunt there. He, he almost went face first into that step. And that's the hardest part of the map. Steps. Oh, Luchasaurus. I don't know if his uh, mask is made of foam or if it's concrete or paper mache, but that's got to hurt. Look at this. What are they doing? Wow. What was that? A Canadian pile driver? Was that a Canadian destroyer? It was like a slingshot Canadian destroyer by Marco Stunt onto one of the uh, young bucks. And this match has devolved into chaos as every young bucks match does. Well, it looks like the ref has control. He's in the middle of the ring and uh, <laughs> bodies are everywhere. Yeah, he, did you dare just say that match was a classic? I think he did. Yes, he said the Sunny Kiss Cody match was a classic. Yeah, he's right up there with right up there with Stone Cold and Bret Hart. <laughs> yes, and so all the other classics he's it called. Was, it was not a classic. No, it was not a classic. We apologize, folks. We're trying to call the moves, but so much is happening. We're uh, not calling the moves. They can hear the JR. Them, I got the JR piped in. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, they they can hear the, as they listen to this, they can hear it on the show. I see. I'm totally stealing their sound. <laughs> so, this episode might not be up for very long uh, due to copyright issues. <laughs> but it's not my fault if we're just taping an episode and uh, our TV is a little loud in the background. It's not like we have the TV mic. Wink. Falcon Arrow, you don't get up from that. There we go. This is a one-winged angel. <laughs> Not the Falcon Arrow. You don't get up from Falcon Arrow, and you don't get up from a one-winged angel. <laughs> please please try and listen to JR in the background, ladies and gentlemen, because if you were listening to Casey Corbin, <laughs> Marty Stewart just got pinned with a Falcon Arrow. So l let us know what commercials are on your, your channel, and uh, write in. Write in uh, what commercials are on when you have your picture in picture. 
And, uh, oh, Kenny, you made your point. Why is Kenny beating up Marty Stewart even worse <laughs> than he did? Kenny Ortega is not, mm-hmm. like, you know what Kenny Ortega is? Uh, is he a uh, MMA fighter? No, he produced uh, Michael Jackson's last tour that never happened. Oh, yes, I do remember He's a that promoter? Guy. Yeah, famous promoter. Not to be made, made, uh, mixed up with Kenny Omega. So... Anyways, uh, folks, that they're trying to sort out this. It looks like the Young Bucks, the the Elite, has won the match. There was some uh, shenanigans after the match, and the Young Bucks are scolding Kenny and making him apologize because technically they're their bosses, and this could be dealed as harassment or some sort of take it up with PR. That's what Kenny Kenny Omega is telling them. Why is Omega throwing those right hands? I don't know. It's bedlam. It's pandemonium. Uh, this was a crazy match, and I think we'll be back for the main event, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back right after this, so stay tuned. Here we go, folks. We are going into the championship match. On Fight for the Fallen, Brian Cage against Dean Moxley, uh, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. No, Ambrose Moxley. Mox, Moxie Ambrose. Jo- Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's who it is. Yeah. Marty Stewart was a cheap man's Marty Cash. <laughs> Marty Cash? <laughs> Marty Gras. Anyways. See, you told me you ran out of weed. I know, but I found a little bit... Poly- I found a little bit on the bottom of the scrape. <laughs> Whenever potheads get a, a run out of weed, they always find some somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They have places. Hey, um, so now we're in commercial. We're not even pitcher in pitcher, but we got Cage versus Moxley. And uh, there you go. Well done. And what do you think of this match, Jeff? What do you, uh, what do you I think? I think it should be a good match. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like. Uh, John Moxley, I, I like Brian Cage. Uh, I think they're running a little long on time, so hopefully they get all their uh, stuff in. Well, this match is for the remainder of time, television time limit. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go as long as it can. Now, let me tell you, um, I've seen both these guys wrestle live. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, Moxley wrestle live when he used to be the WWE champion mm-hmm. under another another name, uh, Dean, Johnny Cash, Dean yes. Ambrose, and uh, and we've seen uh, Brian Cage wrestle uh, for Impact uh, when he was with Impact. I've seen Brian Cage wrestle as he was the uh, champion. Um, who do you think is going to come out in this match, and do you think Taz will factor in at all? Uh, I don't know if you put the belt on. Uh, I don't know. This is uh, AEW's done a good job here. This is truly a, a pick 'em, as uh, Gorilla Monsoon would say. Because I don't know if um, it's soon enough for Moxley to drop the title, but also I don't think you want Cage to lose his first match. Yeah, yeah, his uh, his second match. His well. first one was that. Stupid ladder catastrophe. Yes. Um, I think this is match is going to end up in a no finish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, or something's going to happen 
where you they're going to gonna be a smaj. Sh- I think it might smaj. be a smaj. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to decide on so, and and if that's the case, then that means John Moxley's losing the title, right? Well, not right away, but even they're going no, to screw him out of the title. No, I don't think they told him it was a smaz. Okay, st- I see what you're doing, and I don't like it. There's not going to be a smaz. <laughs> it is going to be a non-finish. Uh, Eighteen two and a half counts is too much for a 17-minute match, and. Um, I just I I I, I think uh, Brian Cage is going to get disqualified for something. Yeah, being too aggressive, or you know he is wearing the FTW title right now. Do you know what that stands for, Jeff? Um, it stands for. Uh, I was trying to make a joke, but I couldn't think of anything. It stands for fuck the world, right? No, follow the wrestler. <laughs> That's why Taz always follows the wrestler to the ring. He's behind him because he's wearing the FTW belt. I see. So you follow the wrestler. Fuck. Fuck the world. What does FTR stand for? Stands for Forever the Revival. No, fuck the Revival, Jeff. Come on. Here we are. Does Taz Taz wear turtlenecks or does he just have no neck? I... I think it's a little bit of both. If Taz was an animal, would he be a turtle? (laughs) No, he'd be a Tasmanian devil, Casey. His name is Taz. He would like to think so. (laughs) Now, is there anything sharper than the sideburns on Brian Cage? Yes, I I love uh, wrestlers that steal their look from Lash LaRue. There you go. There's, I, a, there's deep cut. I think for La- the four people that remember Lash LaRue from WCW, that's for you, everybody. Do you uh, do you think Lash LaRue took his gimmick from Wolverine at all? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brian Cage thinks he's Wolverine. Uh, Lash LaRue might have. He was a big. Uh, he's a cartoonist, so that means he's probably a comic book fan. Anyway, here comes Moxley. Let's stop talking about Lash LaRue. He's wearing a what? A, a what? A Jimmy Havoc shirt? Who's Jimmy Havoc? Is that the guy that's out? That's in Bard? Or he's been no tood? Me tood? Uh, no, it says uh, Danny oh. Havoc. I don't know what. Vamp Havoc. Said. Yeah, I think it might be a Jimmy Havoc shirt. I think he's uh, he's for Jimmy Havoc. Danny. Oh, Danny Havoc. Okay, so I thought he might be wearing a, a shirt for a, or his, a band for his wife or something for having COVID, because we don't know if Dean had it. Cold dead living hands. Or That's what Jericho just said. He said, or whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to say the correct version, you can. <laughs> but he prefers to say what he says. Don't knock Jericho, all right? Here we go. Just because you spend your Saturday nights with him. People, <laughs> spending <every laughs> Saturday night I spend in spend quarantine. 11 bucks to him not answer your questions. I just want to <laughs> ask Chris Jericho how he feels about the CIA, and does he think that the CIA wrote the song Winds of Change for the rock band The Scorpions, 
to help fight communism and uh, use it, use it as a propaganda tool behind the Iron Curtain in the uh, early 90s before the Berlin Wall fell. Yes, there's a podcast about it in case he wants to ask Chris Jericho. But every time he has to ask Chris Jericho, he has to pay like well, you know, <laughs> 11 you bucks American. You, you and Chris Jericho hasn't gotten around to his question yet. I spent $30 so far in three weeks <laughs> asking Jericho <laughs> if... if <laughs> And uh, he hasn't gotten back to me yet, which means he might be in on the the conspiracy, is what I'm starting to believe. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage is having no trouble handling Dean Ambrose Moxley right now. You go into the corner. Oh, back elbow. Oh, big kick. And looks like he's going to hit him with a belly to back. Elbows. I will say that I like uh, I like uh, John Moxley way more than I like Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I think uh, John Moxley's better than Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's too bad Brian Cage didn't go to WWE because he's exactly what Vince would love. But then he'd never get to wrestle like Brian Cage. That's the thing as well. Do you think they... Uh, I think they have. I think they they tested for a few years to make it look good, and now they've eased up on the steroid testing. Because there's a bunch of guys in WWE that look like they're on roids again. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure the test... Nobody's even... Is steroids even an issue in anything? Like, it, it's like... You know? Yeah, well, if you sign Brian Cage, then you've just openly admitted that, we, yeah, we don't care about steroids again. Are you suggesting that Brian Cage is uh, is on the gas? <laughs> I would be suggesting that, yes. I believe uh, Bob Holly would say he is on the gas, 100%. You know, Kenny Omega probably couldn't wear, couldn't fucking wear a shirt because of... Uh, who knows, but if Brian Cage isn't wearing a shirt, you know there's back knee involved. <laughs> but always have a tan. Oh. He's been working that arm this whole match. Yes, they're trying to tell a story. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, and it's a dive. Who would have thought in AEW you'd see a dive? They call it suicide dive the way suicide wings are suicide wings. There's no suicide involved in any of those dives or wings. (laughs) I've I've never thought about that. Well, when you eat suicide wings, how many do you eat? I don't don't eat suicide wings. Uh, Because you're never that depressed? Fair enough. Hmm? But... If you are depressed and you do eat suicide wings, no, they're how many? spicy, aren't they? Suicide wings, they're spicy. Yeah, I don't, they're I don't like spicy food. Oh, okay. I, so you you do like suicide, but you don't like spicy food. I get what you're saying. That's right. Yeah. When I go, it's not going to be via wing. Jeff, Jeff. In case Jeff ever does eat suicide wings, he when on most wing nights he does walk in with a letter in her pocket, <laughs> just in case he dies by mistake. I'm not a suicide wing. Have no. you told people about your 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 plan? Casey has told me 
that he plans on leaving an anti-suicide note. It's a not a suicide note. Yeah, yeah. Like when Ga- when we when we find Casey hanging from a light fixture, he wants you to know that he didn't commit suicide. He was just jerking off. Yeah. Exactly. I not. I hate when people cover up the fact that people were just trying to get off and have a good time, and they say they committed suicide. So now everybody thinks that the guy from NXS is depressed. No, he's just trying to get off. He's having a good time. Fuck, leave him be. You know, I just hate that. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but it's a hot take. <laughs> oh, right into the, the, the padded part of the cage <laughs> that, they, that the logo is covering. But at least they do it in safe. We're going back into picture and picture, folks. All right. Now what are you? What are your thoughts on this Taco Bell quesadilla commercial, Casey? It's uh, it's the 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 cheese is about as orange as Brian Cage's skin. <laughs> like, uh, I think that's a delicious taco, but I would not get my tacos from Taco Bell unless that was the last place to get tacos. So they're not really. It's. Taco Bell is the Taco Bells of Taco Bells. You know what I mean? I, uh, sure. I it's know the exactly bottom, what you mean. It's the bottom level of tacos. Oh, I see. You could go to L.A. and on the street you could buy better tacos than what they're giving yes, you at Taco Bell. Yes, I know. How do you know? I, I lived in L.A. Casey. Oh, did you ever go to any uh, shows down there? Any wrestling shows? No, I never went to a wrestling show down there. Did you ever think about looking up any wrestling shows when you were down there? Uh, no. No. I went down there for one reason. To burn through money in eight months and come back here and move in with you. How'd that work out for you? According to plan. <laughs> well, In fact, I burned through eight months of money in six months. That's how focused I was. And we're here, we was here two months earlier. <laughs> Which is weird because my other roommate was like, what? And he just kept looking in the window, pretending he was on his phone in the alleyway, as many people love to do. So we are still in picture to picture. That's that's an inside joke. Casey gets very angry when people (laughs) just walk through an alley uh, that you can see from our window, even though we don't have control of that property whatsoever. It's just an alley. Why right do, beside our why, apartment. Why do we even have a window that opens up into an alley? <laughs> because if we didn't have that window, we'd have no window. We'd have a window in the front and a window in the back. In your room and my room, yes. So, regardless, right now Brian Cage is having his way with Dean Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose... I don't know where his game plan is. It must be hidden in his pants because he can't find them because of the camouflage. But right now, Brian Cage got him in a chin lock. And uh, that ref powder is checking with Ambrose to see if he's okay. Jeff, have you seen the movie Groundhog? I mean, Greyhound. <laughs> I have not seen Greyhound. It's not to be compared with Groundhog Day. Although, every day he wakes up, it is the same thing. Just more war. Mm-hmm. So it is like Groundhog Day. But he's, uh, it's Tom Hanks, and he's uh, he's the leader of a brigade. So, he's got him in the torture rack, uh, Lex Luger finisher. Dean is, uh, it looks like. Moxley, not Dean. Moxley. The re- oh, and then nice into, a, into a, that move. 
Like a reverse neck breaker. I don't know. It looks like this is Brian Cage's match to lose. He's kind of having his way. Oh, he's got him, in a, got him in a camel clutch. I don't know if we can call that. That might be a racist term, Jeff. So let's just call him a, a form of a chin lock. It looks like the... Uh, it's called the camel clutch. Why? Because the Iron Sheik did it? Yes. That's probably racist, I said. I'm trying to be not racist in today's society. Well, I'm sorry. That's what the movie's called. It's not called some form of a chin lock. It's called a camel clutch. When's the last time you've been clutched by a camel? Huh? I'm not a wrestler. Fair enough. <laughs> Folks, we tackle the issue serious here. Jericho smells like he's sweating orange juice. All right, kick to the gut. DDT on the chair or uh, suplex? Dirty deeds? No. Oh! Suplex through the chair. Right in front of the championship, too. Uh, right in front of the ref. Who's <laughs> not doing anything. Yeah. He's not counting. If he was just counting, none of this would be happening. It's counted 20. Is it 20 in AEW? Uh, it may be, or is that New Japan? I New Japan is 20, but I think AEW is 20 for tag teams and 10 for regular. I see. Maybe. I don't know. Well. That ref was just out there having a good time with them the whole time. He yeah. wasn't even counting. AEW doesn't know the rules, so it, it's no wonder that we don't. That ref wasn't counting the count. He was counting on having a good time. Now he's counting the count. He counts as two. What is he talking about? Near I don't fall? know. He hit him with a forearm, and Jericho called it a near fall. <laughs> I know. Jericho's been into his yeah. Look at that! Look at apparently. the agility right there, like a cat. Yes, he uh, went for a moonsault and missed. Yeah, like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you cat owners out there. You know, you see your cats doing backflips all the time. And Oh, landing them. He just hit him with a oh clothesline for clothesline. We are we are both they're trading clotheslines right now. That that they are. Oh, knee to the face. Oh, DDT, dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. I believe they call it the paradigm shift. And it's kicked out of. The champion's finisher is kicked out of. They're, they're talking to each other and the camera's on them. <laughs> yes. You which can, is just a horrible shot by your director. You can uh, you can see them calling, uh, calling spots right now. Yeah. That was as vagrant as John Cena has ever been. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the problem when you spend all your life or most of your life not on television, you don't realize that, you know, you've never seen Bret Hart call anything anywhere in any match that he's ever been in, hardly. That's true. He's Well, you can, but you have to watch for it. Like, the, the, you watch the... A good example is the, 
the uh, Davy Boy Smith Wimbledon match because he has to tell Davy the match entirely throughout the match. He's given him the next three moves. Yes, because Davy is very high and keeps forgetting things, which is what I've had to do this entire broadcast. Casey's been so high, he confuses wrestlers with country singers. He's called Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. John Ambrose is Dean Moxley, and Dean Moxley is John Ambrose, and Ambrose Moxley is Moxley Ambrose. Mm. They're all the same, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to lie, guys. We've uh, AEW's been over for 45 minutes. We're just re-watching this match. I'm trying to get Casey to get his lines down. <laughs> That's not true. There's no way. Alex, play the original show. It's just, it's slurring. It's, it sounds like a Trump speech. It's just, <laughs> this is like take number four, just trying to get him to get this shit down. If we could just build a wall <laughs> to keep the people out of the wrestling matches. <laughs> That's what I'd like to see. Oh, boy. What's he got? Chicken wing here? Uh, looks like he's going for a... Oh, finger moves. I don't like finger moves. <laughs> I hate it when they do finger moves. You, you, you know it's not real, right? Have you seen them when they crack people's fingers, whether it be Pete Dune or Marty... Uh, Skrull? Stewart? Um... <laughs> Yes, Marty Skrull. It's amazing how you went with a country singer and you went with Marty Stewart, even though Marty Robbins was right out there. A way more successful, way more famous country singer. Maybe in your books. <laughs> Marty Stewart was a pretty big popular guy in my day. The era of new country. Is that Brian Cage in the audience behind? Oh, no, it's Wardlow. They just look alike. Come on. He's going to... You should pick him up with one arm. He's twice his size. You're not going to tap out, Cage. Oh, he's thinking about throwing in the towel? What, are you going to throw in the towel, Taz? Don't throw in the towel, Taz. Uh, oh. What? What? Wow. Are you insane? I hope Brian Cage destroys Taz. Oh, my God. Because now Taz looks like a pussy and Brian Cage looks like a pussy. Not that there's anything wrong with pussy. Okay, they may, it, it makes them look weak. This, Not, and this pussies aren't weak. This is the craziest uh, finish I've ever seen. Brian Cage comes in. He wins one match. He's supposed to be an unstoppable monster. And... <laughs> Does it even John look Moxley like actually puts him in a submission and his manager uh, throws in the towel in his second match in the company? And you'll see there's nothing wrong with his arms. What, what the, the, the lights have just been turned out? What the hell has happened to AEW? Who is coming in now that the lights are out? The, who's, the skateboarder? <laughs> Darby Allen? Why? There's no reason. 
And so now, there's so, the that's Brian Cage, their big new acquisition. His manager just threw in the towel. <laughs> Darby Allen, who's 160 pounds, just took him out. Now I don't know if you know this, but Brian Cage is actually a very good skateboarder. <laughs> is he really? Yes, he is. And I think they're gonna. They're setting up a skateboarding feud. They're gonna set up a, a thrashing match or something. Look at that! He hits him with the board. Wow. Sends him on the boardwalk. Well, there's something you didn't think was going to happen. Now, now I'm not the biggest AEW fan. Uh, Casey likes it more than I do. That was a terrible ending, was it not, Casey? Uh, I I hated everything about that ending. I don't think uh, it made Brian Cage look terrible. That's not the way to introduce somebody or bring somebody back. And the idea of Darby Allen versus Brian Cage, to me... Is a fucking joke. Like, Brian Cage should destroy Darby Allen. No matter... And Darby Allen is insane. That's why he should be going after Brian Cage. It does make sense that he's going after Brian Cage because he's fucking out of it. But Brian Cage should just destroy Darby Allen. Yeah. Like, Dean Ambrose just barely beat him. And... Uh, yeah, they're, I don't know where they're going to go with this, but uh, but Darby Allen right now with Brian Cage is kind of putting the board in skateboarding for me. <laughs> like, they wrecked a, uh, Taz, and Taz throwing in the towel. You got to go. You got to go. People, we are out of time. Yes, uh, we did the uh, two uh, two main events, and uh, yeah, I think mixed reviews uh, for AEW this week. Would you not say? Um, yeah, I thought uh, I thought uh, AEW was was uh, was okay. Uh, I think the last couple of weeks it's been great. Uh, I have not watched um, Halloween Havoc. I believe that's what they were doing on uh, on NXT tonight. Uh, or maybe that was just a joke. <laughs> but um, the Great American Bash has been great. Keith Lee versus, you know, we said that match was great. Uh, right now, Dark Side of the Ring is playing on our television. And um, Bruiser Brody, the episode is on. And yeah. man. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, he gets stabbed and dies. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to follow us on all the social media platforms, TNW Pod on the Twitter, uh, everywhere else, and uh, Talking Wrestling uh, podcast on Instagram, uh, Talking Wrestling on Facebook, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. Send us a message. Let us know what commercials you're watching. Uh, also, uh, that is pretty much it. You guys, thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears. Uh, for Jeff McHenry and myself on Talking Wrestling, uh, you know, stay in, stay safe, wear a mask, and uh, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears. Until next time, uh, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thank you.